and they gave me some really great information that I really wanted to share because it's really like absolutely kind of been a big game changer for me and has changed the way that my, how I like feel about my skin essentially, like, and how I manage my skin. Although we haven't been in the same room, Sally and I have been texting while I've been gone. We have. Oh my God, have you been side texting plotting. each other without plotting me? Is, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Plotting is probably, <laughs> is there a word for texting and plotting? I don't know. But we've been plot texting. Oh God. We've been trying to find a real doozy mm. of a beauty challenge for you. Oh God, I'm scared. And I think we've come up with a really good one. I think so. <gasps> yeah, because you only wash your hair once a week. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what my hair washing schedule is when I'm <laughs> a curly hair person. Once your hair is split at the end, it really can't be reversed. Products that claim to repair split ends don't actually, well, they don't actually really work. No, I'm just, surprised by that. Hello and welcome back to Get Lippy, the podcast that is lifting the lid on all things beauty. I'm Carly Orman, editor of beautycrew.com.au. I'm Sally Hunwick, beauty director on Murray Claire. And I'm Bettina Tyrrell, beauty editor on InStyle Australia. Guys, this is very nice. I feel like we haven't been in the same room together in a really long time. No, it's been ages. Yeah. Bettina's been away. I have. Yeah, it's all your fault. Yeah, it's my <laughs> fault. I was in um, South Africa, which you both know about. But my so motherland. Nice. Yes, I, yes. People may not know that, Carly, that you're from South Africa. Oh, yes. If you're wondering why my accent's weird, it's because I was born in South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> so I traveled. I did a pilgrimage back to Carly's home to learn more about her. <laughs> Tourism South Africa took me on a trip um, to do a wellness exploration of the country. And um, yeah, maybe I'll talk more about that later, but it was a really great trip. Do you feel well? Sounds amazing. I I mm. feel jet lagged, <laughs> to be honest. It was, a, it was a long flight. But although we haven't been in the same room, Sally and I have been texting while I've been gone. We have. Oh my God, have you been side texting plotting. each other without plotting me? Is, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Plotting is probably, <laughs> is there a word for texting and plotting? I don't know. But we've been plot texting. Oh God. We've been trying to find a real doozy. Mm. of a beauty challenge for you. Oh, God, I'm scared. And I think we've come up with a really good one. I think so. So (laughs) from one curly-haired girl to another, I know that this one will really grind your gears and be really hard for you to handle because I know it would be for me too. You're going to hate it. But, Carly, I have a beauty challenge for you. Beauty challenge. Oh, I like that. The challenge which you have no choice but to choose to accept (laughs) is I want you to go a week without heat styling your hair. So that means literally air drying your curly hair. Carly, for those people at home, um, or has those really listening, curly she has really curly hair. Like me, I've got really wavy, unruly wavy hair, um, which I straighten down pretty much every day. And Carly does the same. And she never lets those curls shine. Uh-uh. So I want you to make, let those curls shine for a whole week. And I've taken the liberty of... <laughs> this is nasty. Sourcing some hair products for you i've got okay so this can make make your life easier we've got mm-hmm. aveda's b curly shampoo and conditioner mm-hmm. we've got Orbe's curl control silkening cream yeah i don't know if anything control these curls yep and we've got players new day hair mist so all of these things are kind of designed to like help girls with curly and wavy hair and i'm giving them over to you don't say we don't help <clears throat> i hate you guys what are my parameters like, what are my rules? Well, rules are you have to no blow from, drying. Yeah, no blow drying. Okay, yeah, no, obviously. Then no, no curler. No curler, no GHD, nothing No, nothing electronic can touch your hair Mm-mm. or battery powered. Mm-mm. And I want you to, <laughs> I, and I don't want a bun. If I don't want to see a bun. You guys all see my face right now. I'm so wildly unimpressed. <laughs> and, and you know what? I, I don't want a bun either. I want hair. I out. can't do a bun. No way. You have to refresh mid. 
And then I mean, part of my French the class is one help. <laughs> it'd be. I think it'd be nice. We always tell okay, people to, yeah. you know, tips for washing and wearing their hair, and I want you to take all of those on board and do it yourself. I reckon you can accessorize. Can I? Okay, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah clips, you could put a headband in there. Or clips something. are okay. Clips but are okay. Yeah. Headbands are okay. What if it's just a bun no and, a head, and a scarf? Ah, uh, look, you can do a bun and a scarf after day three. Yeah, because you only wash your hair once a week. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what my hair washing schedule is when I'm a curly hair person. I don't know myself as a curly hair person. Well, get ready because we're going to meet the real Carly Ullman. Okay, guys. Uh, One week? One week. I report back next week on my wash and wear. You will. Okay, I'll take pictures, guys. It may not be yes, – they may not be aspirational, but you'll know that I did this. And look, just just to help a friend out, just I just to support you in this process – I'm, I may wear my hair. <gasps> Will you? Or natural for a day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so right, this thanks, isn't my thanks challenge. Me. That's nice. Okay. That's nice. Okay. That's kind. kind. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Not that I had a choice, but challenge accepted. Great. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Next week I'm going to report back on my wash and wear hair with all these products um, and I'll take some pictures and it's going to be wonderful. Um, but I think let's <laughs> let's get on to today's episode. We've wasted enough time bullying me. Um, we have got a good one today. Um, I want to talk about no makeup, makeup and the bases that are going to give you that naturally glowing skin. And Bettina is going to be talking about her skin issues with rosacea. Yes. And Sal, well, we're going to kick off with Sal's because Mm -hmm. I think this is one that everyone wants to know about. Sal. So today I'm answering a listener question about split ends and I'll give it a read. It says, I'm desperate to help my hair grow longer, but I keep getting split ends. What can I do? Please and thank you. Good question. Good question. Polite. polite. Double double manners. I will answer anyone's question if they have double manners. Yes, please (laughs) and thank you. Thank you very much. So, dear listener, this question is two-pronged, so I'm going to start with split ends. The key to keeping blunt ends, as my friend Anthony Nader at Raw Hair Salon in Sydney says, is regular trim. So you really Mm. want to get your hair cut every six to eight weeks or even ten weeks just to keep those split ends at bay. And those who tend to suffer mostly from split ends are people who have had their colour done or have had chemical treatments such as keratin um, that can make your hair weaker and also a bit more brittle. So you need to take extra care when you are doing those kind of treatments. Once your hair is split at the ends, it really can't be reversed. Products that claim to repair split ends don't actually well, they don't actually really work. No, I'm just, surprised by that. Well, I think what yeah. that what these products are probably doing is adding silicon mm-hmm. to the hair, so it's pushing it down, pushing the split ends down, so they look so more streamlined. Like binding at the end. Yeah. yeah, but it's not going to help it long term. The only way to get split ends gone is by cutting them off. So if you want to add a few more weeks between your haircuts, you need to really strengthen and restore your hair. I really there's a lot of products out there and I really love the Kerastars Resistance Extension East range. Oh, not it's easy to so say, good. but it is so good. That's the one in the green bottle, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I used to I remember I actually remember you to, you were telling me about it because I was like, Sally, your hair it's looks good. really luscious and thick. What's going on? And you're like, Oh, I'm using this new Kerastar and I picked it up straight yep. away and I was using it too. Eantha did it um, did. over like twelve weeks. And we literally would, like, each week we'd come and we'd measure her hair growth. It was insane how much her hair grew. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll, put a, I'll put a link in the show That's notes. She wrote an article experiment. about it. Yeah, yeah. Great. And there's also other brands like Olaplex Hair Repair Number 3, everyone who 
color treats her hair. Well, most blondes know about Olaplex, mm-hmm. but it's also great if you have color treatment, if you have other kinds of treatments, or if you just have highlights. Orbe also has a range of hair serums, which are like serums but for your hair, and you pop them into your hair after you've shampooed and conditioned, and one of them is specifically for repairing damage to your hair. Right, so all of these products you're talking about is to help strengthen the hair to prevent the splitting. Correct. We can't fix the splitting. Cutting fixes. Then you want to strengthen. And then you want to strengthen. Mm -hmm. Got it. Heat is also another major contributor of split ends. So if you're using straightening irons or curlers or even a blow dryer, you need to use heat protection. I know that, Bettina, you got a bit roused on the other day. Yeah, well, in a good way. I went and saw (laughs) Anthony Nato, who we mentioned earlier, and um, for a little trim, and he was like, Bettina, are you using heat in your hair again? And I'm like, yes, of course, Anthony. (laughs) He's like, well, are you using a heat protector? And I was like, oh, Kind of. I'm using, you know, this cream and I kind of mentioned this cream and he's like, no, 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 that is not a heat protector. That's just mm. something that's, you know, helping condition your hair. You need a proper spray in heat oh, protector. Yeah, you need I something specific. I know. I know. But you know what? Thank, I'm glad that he said that because, you know, now I'm actually looking after my hair by putting a heat protector in it every time I use it. Well, there's a lot of heat protectors out there and there's one for all budgets. There's Garnier Fructus Style Flat Iron Protector. Um, there's also one by Daviness, which is a natural brand called Hair Shield. Um, there's Kiehl's, which is a heat-protecting straightening cream, which is a sort of cream that you put into your hair when it's damp. And then there's Alterna, which is from Sephora, which is a great brand, um, and they have a heat protection, which is uses caviar to protect your hair. Oh, mm, Fancy. If you really want to protect your hair against heat-induced damage, maybe give your hair a bit of a break from... Heat or just I'm gonna be doing that next yeah, week. Your hair yeah, is gonna be so soft be so and good. Yeah, it's it's really good to give no, yourself a bit of a break or even just not use it every As single much. day. As- so if you want to really grow your hair, I know this I know I just said just get lots of trims, but once you've got your hair healthy, if you really want to grow it, you actually just don't cut it. I know this sounds like a silly thing to say, but No, it's obvious, mm, isn't it? Like, just don't cut just it. Don't cut it. No. You won't get those blunt, juicy ends. Sorry, Anthony Nada, you won't. Mm. But you will get length. And then once you've got the length that you want, then you can get the trim. But the only way really is to leave some time between cuts. But then it's really important, right, to make sure that you're maintaining a really good yes. hair routine so it stays healthy. So you're not getting mm. straggly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there are also products that encourage hair growth, such as the Kerastase products that mm-hmm. we were mentioning before. Obviously, the serum is super great for encouraging hair growth and really stimulating the scalp. Um, then there's also a brand called Three Inches and you can buy that at Mecca oh, and yeah. that's specifically designed to get you, well, three more inches. There's other brands which like hair oils that really protect your hair. Sasha's One has a, an intensive hair oil. Um, and scalp health is also a really yeah. big deal when it comes to hair growth. That, hey? They really forget about our, our, our scalp and how important it is because it's where the, your hair essentially starts. So what we want to do is massage these products in. Some of them are grainy, so they will cleanse and detoxify your scalp and really stimulate that area so that it will grow more hair and and boost circulation. Um, There's a lot of products out there at the moment. Scalp is a huge, huge thing. Um, There's lots out there, and I'll put them in the show notes. Yeah, we'll put all all our hair growth split and prevention products Mm -hmm. in the show notes. And then last thing is just watch what you're putting on the inside. If you really want Mm. your hair to grow, you have to eat well. Might sound boring, but you know, you want your, your vegetables and your proteins. Your hair is essentially keratin. So we just want to boost 
everything inside, every, you know, what what's going on inside is what's going on on the outside. So look at your diet, make sure you're eating clean and healthy. If you feel like you might be lacking in something on in your diet, maybe you want to go for a supplement and there are quite a lot of mm. new supplements out there mm. specifically for hair. So there you go, how to get longer hair. How to get longer hair. split ends. Thanks, Sal. Well, up next, Bettina is going to be talking about how she manages with her rosacea. I've recently had confirmed what I've known for a while, that I have rosacea. I had a consultation with Get Lippy favourite, Dr. Dennis Gross, when he was here in Sydney, and he analysed my skin and diagnosed me with rosacea and then gave me some really great information that I really wanted to share because it's really, like, absolutely kind of been a big game changer for me and has changed the way that my how I like feel about my skin essentially like and how I manage my skin and I know that so many people out there have rosacea so I thought maybe it might be a good opportunity for me to spill some information yes and such a big problem with people it really is I mean I don't know the statistics or the numbers but I know that there are a lot of people out there like me who are going around (laughs) red-faced First of all, rosacea is a chronic condition and it's characterized by redness um, and it quite resembles a sunburn. I mm. often have people asking me, are you sunburned? I'm like, no, it's just my rosacea. Um, but well, um, now you know it's now you have well, a name now I know for it. it. Now I know. I often just say, oh, it's a, it's a rash. <laughs> I didn't know what it was, but it's just rosacea. Um, and there are four types of rosacea, which I found yeah, interesting. Yeah, so the, um, there, are, there are four types, but there are two that are most common. So... One um, one is the type that I have, which is associated to like facial redness and flushing and visible blood vessels. And then there's another one called papula postular rosacea, which looks like a rash of red raised blemishes and it's often misidentified as acne. And then there's another one which surprisingly affects the eyes. Oh, So what? you get redness in the eyes. But anyway, the two most common ones are the ones that I just mentioned, not including the eye one. What I found out is that my rosacea has to do with blood flow. A little bit of heat or manipulation or temperature extremes causes my skin right away to produce you know, more circulation to the face. So how do I manage it? Yes, I think that's what is probably the biggest thing, mm-hmm. right, yeah. as a rosacea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Dr. Dennis said that I need a very straightforward routine um, that doesn't expose my skin to great extremes and I also need to know my triggers. The triggers is one of the things that I found most interesting and most helpful to know. So he said, um, he said temperature extremes are my enemy. So, so cold or hot. Hot weather is going to promote more blood flow to the skin. Um, and do you find that when you go to yes, in the sun? Absolutely. Like particularly after a day at the beach. Like so I would go to the beach and you know, it'd be a mixture of the heat and then also the UV. UV can really upset mm, and cause yeah. um, a, like a flushing. So you might not be able to tell whether it's rosacea or the sunburn. Well, sunburn. It must be difficult. Well, well, the thing is because I would go to the beach and I'd wear a hat and I'd wear sunscreen and then I'd come home and my face would be like red and kind of almost like stinging and burning. Yeah. And I'd be like, what's what's going on? Am I, I reacting to sunscreen? sunscreen? Am I? And so then I would then spend all this time applying all these creams, which are probably not going to, you know, probably going to make it worse. So that is one thing. And then the other thing is, um, cold weather. So when you're right. out in the cold weather, um, it's, you know, the body's reaction is to kind of boost warmth back into the skin. So that's why you kind of, when you're out in the cold, mm. you kind of get like a little red nose or a little like, you know, red cheek. Mm. So my skin in particular will also do that, like surge blood to the skin. And then when I go into a warmer environment, so I go into a house that's warm or a heated office, mm. then it's going to cause even more of a rashy effect because 
that's just the way it works in a temperature. So it's just extreme temperature changes. Um, it more or less just feels uncomfortable. Mm. So it's just essentially like a red face. Okay. There's no so feels, flaking. Can you feel there's the no heat? bumpy. Yeah, I can now feel the heat often. Yeah. yeah. So as well as those things, red wine. Oh no, that's a disaster. Spicy food and caffeine are triggers, but. You know, Dr. Dennis said I don't need to cut these things out and I don't think anyone really needs to cut these things out, but just know that if you wake up one day and your face is like a little bit red or, if, like you know, if you're a rosacea sufferer and your face is a little bit red, it's just because you had maybe two glasses of red like wine with pizza. And a pepperoni pizza. <laughs> yeah, and a, and a curry. So it's kind of – it's just like helpful to know those triggers. And, you know, maybe if you're in an event, an event, don't go for the red wine, go for the sparkling. So those are some of the lifestyle triggers. I'm sure there's many more out there, but those are the ones that he kind of ticked off at the the top of my list. So moving on to a routine, products, when it comes to skincare products, only using super gentle products. I have a list of favorites that I use. And as a beauty editor, I try a lot of products because it's part of my job. And so I always, and I'm happy to try other products, but I always have my set cleanser and moisturizer that I always go back to that I know is going to be safe and comfortable for my skin. I will put a bunch of um, recommendations of my favorite products that I use regularly for my rosacea in the show notes. Um, but yeah, I just make sure that I have my set that I know is going to be fine. As well as having my favorite products that I know are not going to upset my skin, I know the ingredients in skincare that are going to upset my skin. So I always avoid essential oils as much as possible. They're so potent and and highly fragranced and without fail, any time I put an essential oil in my face, I feel my my skin instantly, that's an instant reaction. Whereas the food, food and alcohol may not be instant, this is an instant reaction. I feel my skin hot, burning, prickling, and I know that I'm going to have a rosacea flare-up for a couple of days. I think people get really confused with essential oils because they're natural. People think that they're going to be gentle, but that's not the case, is no, it? No, absolutely not. And I think this is like a really big misconception in the beauty industry and like for consumers that, yeah, just because it's natural doesn't mean it's going to be good for, for your skin. It could be good for your friend's exactly. skin, but not good for your skin. I avoid essential oils and I also avoid, which makes me kind of sad because everyone loves it and it's everywhere. It's in nearly every product these days because it's such a buzzy ingredient, but vitamin C. Yeah. I think it's highly stimulating. That's the mm. problem. It is. Yeah. It is. Dr. Dennis also said that my makeup should be lightweight so that it won't take a lot of scrubbing to get it off. Oh, oh that makes sense. Yeah, because yeah. touch and, you know, um, yeah, rubbing and scrubbing yeah, your like- face can cause, you know, redness and flare-ups. So I definitely think like, you know, lightweight tinted moisturizers and things like that, which we're actually going to talk about in the next segment, I think those things are really good for people with rosacea. I also think of micellar water, like that is the, to me the most gentle way to remove your makeup and that's what I use every day. Mm. So Bettina, how do you take off your makeup is, if your skin is reacting like this? I use a micellar water first, so I get a cotton pad and I really douse it quite a lot in micellar. And they're super gentle. Yeah, so it's really gentle. And also, like, if I really douse the pad in micellar water, then it's kind of, like, loses its kind of scratchiness, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And then I put that all over my face and then I have a – and then I follow it with a really mild, gentle cleanser that I have. And Um, what about hot water? Oh, yes. So I always, when I use my cleanser, I always use a lukewarm water. So all cold or straight up cold. If I'm feeling quite like flushed, then definitely just straight on cold. I mentioned when I go to the beach that I get quite red and that's, you know, a really bad time for me. <laughs> um, so the other tip that I do and I use, and I think it's a really good one, is that when I get home from being at the beach or out in the, out in the sun, I get my moisturizer and I chuck it in the freezer, have a shower, wash off, and then I 
um, put the moisturizer on. So oh, it's nice. It's just like yeah. it's a quick, quick cooling method. Um, I think that's a good tip for everybody. Yeah, I think I mean, it's after really a day, it's it really makes nice. you feel hot it and flushed. Lovely. Yeah, it's actually really lovely. And if any of this sounds familiar to you and you think that you might have rosacea, I'd consider seeing a dermatologist. I mean, I think I put it off for way too long. They will assess your skin and empower you with knowledge on how to manage it. And I honestly believe that, you know, I was so confused about what was going on with my skin and I was causing an anxiety in me. And I think now that I have, you know, it sounds so silly, but now that I have, you know, the knowledge to know how to manage it, know what to avoid, know what's going to trigger it off, know that it's not anything worse than just, you know, some rosacea, then it's actually really kind of been a bit of a game changer, like I said. Yeah, I think definitely go see a doctor. I think that's a great tip. Yes. All right. Thank you, Bettina. And up next, you guys, we are talking no makeup makeup. All right. So, guys, no makeup makeup has been one of the biggest trends of the last few years. It's just not going anywhere. And for anyone listening who is thinking, what the hell is no makeup makeup? Uh, Let me explain. It's basically on those days when you want to look like the most ideal version of yourself and you have this smooth, glowing, radiant skin that looks completely natural. It's kind of like the holy grail of makeup. makeup. It's your skin but better. And so like no wonder that this trend has been going for as long as it has. Now the thing that people run into the most is, well, what base do I use to not look like I'm wearing makeup but I have to wear makeup? Because the issue is that you apply a foundation and it it's a bit heavier, so it looks like foundation. So it's got to look like your skin, but better, like you said. Um, now, the thing is with no makeup makeup, the better health your skin is in, the better your no makeup makeup look will look. Does that make sense? Yeah. So we have to look after our skin We have first. to look after our skin, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I thought I would take you guys through, and I hope you'll play along with me, um, some of my picks for what I like to wear when I want no makeup makeup. And usually it's on the weekend when I'm on the go and want a bit more of a low-key look. Um, now, I will preface my list with I choose my bases separate from SPF. So I don't like an SPF necessarily in my foundation. I get my SPF as part of my skincare routine. Um, it works better that way as well. Yeah, because yeah. If, well, if you had to apply enough of your ba- like your foundation with of an SPF – You've no longer got no makeup makeup. You've no, not. You've got high definition <laughs> <Yeah>. foundation. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so please no one come at me for not, for picking day foundations without an SPF. I apply my SPF separately. Now, as with all of my things, I am excessive in, in what I use. Um, and I use these products on rotation and I pick them with no rhyme or reason. I just pick what I pick. Mm, just randomly. How that baffles that me. I just that baffles me mean? a lot. But you sent me this list and you were like and I was like, oh, okay, these lists like in order of preference. No. no. No, this is not in order of preference. There is no merit system I use. It's literally just I look at my Which cupboard. Which one do I feel like today? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sal gets me. I'm, I'm with you. Sal gets me. I'm just such a black and white type of person. I just like have my one thing. <laughs> oh no. I'm about six no, that's not true. I've got a lot, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Come okay. On. Come on. All right, okay. Sorry, Getting off the list. No. Yeah. So my first one that I'm gonna talk about is a Cosa Cosas? Cosas. 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 Um, God, Although I'm have, always asking you how to I know, things, we have so, so I don't know. <laughs> well, it's at Mecca, so you, yeah. It's at Mecca. Mecca. We'll put links it. in show notes as always. So it's with a, Cos- a K. With a K. Cosas with a K. Tinted face oil. Now, at first when I saw so it's a vi- it's an oil-based tint, and I was quite worried about this. I was like, an oil for the day because I wear oil at night when I need, like, you know, skin regeneration. So I was worried, am I going to look oily and ugh, all day? 
No, the oil like evaporates and then you've got this like smooth velvety finish and it's lightweight coverage. You can build it up and it's just really nice and even. So that's my first one. So next one on my list is the Chanel Ultra Latent Velvet. Oh my God, I love that one. It's good, right? It's so good. Yeah, so I like this one. It's, I almost, it's when it's a, I want a step up of coverage yep. that's not quite foundation. But it's super velvet and super matte. Yeah, so it's like a, matte but satin. Yes, that's actually a really good descriptor because I had, I was thinking about what I was going to say about this and I was like, it's matte, but it's not matte, but it is. And it's kind of not there, but it is there. Yeah, it's but good. satin's a really good yeah. descriptor because it's like it's your skin when it's looking fresh, but it hasn't hit that point yet where it's too shiny. No, mm. exactly. Um, and again, it's another really liquidy formulation. And you kind um, of look healthy with it. Yes. Mm. Yeah, it gives a good glow. I um, I think it's a really good travel product because it, it comes in, it's like a quite a little small, Tiny, little yeah. black square. Yes. And unbreakable. Container. Unbreakable. And so like I um I actually took it with me because it's a great one to have on the plane. I took it with me when I flew over to England uh, a few, quite a few months back. And I put it like I was meeting up with my boyfriend's family immediately after I got off that flight and I was like, oh gosh, <laughs> I look like death. So I ran to the bathroom um and I applied it. And when I got off the plane, everyone was like, oh, you look so fresh. Like, yeah. why do you look so fresh? And I'm like, I drank lots of water. It's the <laughs> you know, it was the, the Chanel. Chanel. It's the Chanel. I, I, I highly rate this one. Yeah. yeah. The coverage is really impressive. Yeah. Because it's it looks like your skin. Yeah. But, but better. better. And then this one, this one I just tried in, on the last weekend. It's the new Mecca Cosmetica Hydra Tint. And this is more like your traditional tinted moisturizer. Um, it's a bit sheerer. So it's kind of like the one that I'd pick if I'm having – a good skin time, like mm-hmm. no blemishes. Um, the thing that I found about it is it sets really quickly and it oh. kind of like slurps up any like oil. So you have to work quite quickly to apply it and build it. Um, but it's a really nice one, good for weekends, like running around if you just want to just even out the coverage and brighten your skin. And then I've got one more and don't kill me. Technically, it's not a foundation or a base. There's no pigment because oh. – well, maybe there is pigment. It's um, the L'Oreal Paris Wake Up and Glow Glow Cherie. So what? It's actually an illuminating primer. That's a good one, actually, and nice and budget friendly. Budget friendly mm-hmm. and really good glow. So this one is like what I'd use on the weekends when my skin. Just after I did skin needling, my skin was really good. Like it was even. It was glowy on its own, no blemishes. And so this one I just pop on on the weekend to just really like yeah. dial up the the natural radiance. So Great. it's good under foundation too. But if you're feeling really confident about your skin. That one's a really good one. Nice. Um, I want to hear your guys' picks. Yeah, I um, I love, and I've talked about it before, the NARS Pure Radiant Tinted Moisturizer. That is my one that I oh, use. Yeah. I wear it to work and I wear it on the weekends and it feels like re- it's really lightweight, really glowy. Um, yeah, I really, really like that. But I also like the Laura Mercier Tinted Moisturizer, um, which I've just found out. It's had a makeover and it's got oh. a new formula, new packaging. Mm. And now oh, when it came back in the country. no. Oh, just in general. Literally as of like this month. Oh, such a cult-followed product. So that's really interesting. It is. It's, it's interesting. New formula. New fo- formula. It's now called Tinted Moisturizer Natural Skin Perfector. And I kind of was looking. I, have, I haven't tried it. I haven't tried it yet, the new formula. But I was looking at it online and I was reading like the ingredients. Looks like it's got maybe like a few more oils and a few more skincare-y um, um, things in it. So it would be interesting to try that. But what I was going to say is that I um, went, but when I went to go and buy my NARS tinted moisturizer i went into mecca and i asked them to paint one side of my face in the nars um pure radiant 
tinted moisturizer and then one side and Laura, Laura Mercier tinted moisturizer because I'd heard that both were really good and I didn't mm. know which one I wanted. I love the commitment to the yeah. experiment. Well, I think it's a really good idea. I mean, like, yeah, you can do a patch test, but I, I really, and they will do it for you. They'll paint your whole face if you want, if you want it. I think it's really important to do that before you make a decision because really like beauty products are an expense. So mm. to look in natural light, that's all. Exactly. Good, so I got them to, to do both and then I ended up going with them. I, I, I both found them extremely hard to, to pick one between. They were really? very similar. Nice. So if you have one and you want to try the other, well, just keep, don't worry about it. Thought, yeah, I went with the NARS one because I felt the color was a better match for my skin, but they were really much of a muchness. Interesting. Mm. So it'll be interesting. interesting to see how the new formulation absolutely stacks up. Yes. What about you, Sal? And for me, I also love there's another Chanel base out there called Le Beige Eau de Tint, and it's literally the, the tint is micro bubbled, I guess you'd say, inside the formulation. And as you pump it, they burst into your. Oh, yeah, another one you're talking about. And it's so good. It's literally very, very sheer. So very no makeup makeup, Hmm. but it just gives you that extra bit of glow, an extra bit of tiny bit of coverage. You just look a little bit better. Just brighter. Be- better. better like a better, just better. Just better. You're a better human. <laughs> <laughs> um, then I also love – there's another one that I've been using recently and it's a French brand called Payo and it's their CC cream. And this one is actually a 50 SPF so you can switch it in for your SPF. But it gives – it's anti-redness so you instantly have oh. Oh, so less like- redness so you look a bit more even toned. And it also – it's mattifying. So it's not – there's no colour but it – it's you know one of those magical products that sort of uh, does like something blurs yeah, yeah. And you don't blurs. know you don't know what you don't know what's happened but you, it think, just look, you look better yeah um, and then there is the ultraceuticals I've been using ultraceuticals it's just their it's actually I've got the name it's their SPF thirty and it's in the sheer tint and it I is, didn't even know that the SPF thirty had a sheer oh, tint it's so good God, it's bad like beauty a, it's it, a it's a sunscreen moisturizer it's a sunscreen with moisturizer a tint. so it's like a moisturizer it's a yeah, it's and it gives it's got it's only like a universal shade. So, so sheer, it might not sheer. work for for every skin type, but it really does. It's that all one that one product that does everything. So that it's sounds perfect great for the beach. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, perfect for the beach. Just put it on, you're done. So there you go, you guys. That is our list of the no makeup makeup products we turn to. Um we'll put all those product names, links, all that jazz in the show notes for you, but I'd love to hear what you like for no makeup makeup because everyone's different. So any recommendations are always welcome. Um, come find us on Facebook, the Get Lippy podcast group and post your no makeup makeup pics. Um, we'd love to know. Don't forget to tag us. Don't forget to tag us. Yep. And let us know that you're listening. If yes. you're listening, give us a sc- screenshot. screenshot and tag any one of us or tag or all of us. All, all of us. <laughs> one of us. Pick your favorite. Pick your favorite. <laughs> it's oh a competition gosh. now. <laughs> Any one of us, all of us. (laughs) (laughs) Now, let us know you're listening. And, guys, make sure you tune in next week to find out how my beauty challenge goes. Oh, (laughs) yeah. I nearly forgot. (laughs) Tomorrow is going to be a good morning. (laughs) Oh, anyway, guys, we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.